This podcast brought to you by Hope 103.2. Last week we heard news that China have banned those under the age of 18 from playing video games through the week, only allowing one hour of gaming on Fridays, weekends and holidays. And to understand this better and to see whether it's something that should be implemented here in Australia, we've got our tech guy, Jeff Quattromani from the Technology Uncorked podcast with us. Good morning, Jeff. Good morning, Sam. Thanks for having me. Why have China done this? Look, essentially, it's to try and curb the amount of time that people under the age of 18 are spending doing online gaming. And what they've noticed is it's become a bit of a problem. There is a level of addiction involved in this as well. But one of the statistics that we saw is that people under the age of 18 actually spend more time watching people do online gaming than they do watching live sport. So the appeal of gaming has just grown in China so much that the government has decided to step in and limit their usage. It is a common hour for everyone, 8 till 9pm. How is it enforced? How, How can you stop people from gaming outside those hours? So in China, they have to have identities to use online. So if you're going to be gaming, you need to have effectively a profile that has your age verification and things like that. And that's being verified at a government level. Um, Your parents would have their own level of access, which means they're over 18. They can actually game as much as they want. But I think that's going to be one of the ways that kids will try and circumvent the rules here is they'll use their parents' account if they want to continue gaming. But, you know, the rule is one hour for Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and that's it. So there's no going over that hour per day, and it's only for those three days. So it's uh, it's very strict from a even a parenting level. I think it would be a bit harsh. But kids are clever, and I reckon that they'd be able to find a way around it. Surely there's a way around, a workaround. Look, there is, and I think if the parents are happy to, they'll be giving them their access, and you'll be logging on as mum and being able to online game effectively as much as you like. But uh, it is definitely a, an interesting move by the government to do this rather than sort of put it on the parents to do that kind of moderating. And uh, you look, in Australia, parents have the ability to actually take control of their kids' gaming experiences themselves. If mum or dad gets suspiciously good um, all of a sudden, I think we know <laughs> what's going on there. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. Uh, do any other countries have similar restrictions to this? One of the things that I was doing some research about that is similar is that in the United States, in 1942, they banned the use of pinball machines in oh. New York City uh, because people were becoming addicted to playing the pinball machines. I think it was Oakland in the US that only dropped that ban in 2014. So pinball machines is probably the only other extreme that I've seen. But uh, otherwise, parenting is usually left up to the parents. Gaming addiction is a real issue. In June 2018, the World Health Organization opted to recognize gaming addiction as an official disease. But there are plenty of other things that we can become addicted to, even screens. Is this really a problem? Look, I I actually think screen time is probably more of an issue than just gaming. I think if you only focus on gaming, you're really only tackling a quarter of the issue here. Think about the amount of time that kids would also spend on social media sites and things like that. There's probably more of a problem there, especially when we're in this pandemic where, you know, everyone is being distracted by just picking up their phone and endlessly scrolling. I mean, I think I got back to my date of birth the other day. I was scrolling through Facebook that much. So <laughs> you just, it, it just happens naturally. Yeah. Government regulations are one way of controlling this, but surely there are ways that adults can control gaming from within the home. You've got some tips for us? Yeah, absolutely. So whether it's an Xbox, a PlayStation, or even their home computer, parental controls is something that's available on all of them. And one of the things I'll recommend to parents is let your kids have their own logon. Now, whether that's their own login for the PlayStation, the Xbox, or their computer, 
because then you can set them up as your child. And if you identify your account as the parent and them as the child in the system, then you can actually enable parental controls such as usage for times, dates, and that they can actually use the computer or particular areas of it. So even on their smartphone, you can say that these apps will only be accessible between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. After that, they can't even open them. So parents need to take control of those devices in their own way and set their own rules, but actually having that conversation with their kids to say, these are the rules we're putting in place. There will be opportunities to override them with permission, but it sets this relationship up to say, these are the times where it's okay to do that. And these are the times where you need to be focused on schoolwork and other things because their smartphones and their computers enable so much more than just wasted time. I mean, education is primarily driven there, so you don't want to lock them out completely. Jeff Quattromani from the Technology Uncorked podcast. Really appreciate your wisdom on this and for helping us understand exactly what is the deal with gaming addiction. Awesome. Thanks, Sam. Thanks for listening. Start your day with life words. Subscribe to Hope 1032's free daily email devotional at hope1032.com.au.